With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the V Down with Michael V. As always, I am your host, Michael V. And like every other episode, we start talking about the DDP Yoga Hardship Fund. If you are needing to take advantage of this program because you're wanting to own your life but can't financially afford it, Go to FocusForwardYoga.com today, get a hold of Liz, and she will give you the details on how to take advantage of that program. Also, if you're wanting to help somebody out and start owning their life today, you can also do the same and donate to the Hardship Fund that way. Or you can go to our products page at www.vnown.webstarts.com and buy any of our products where 75% of the net proceeds go to the DDP Yoga Hardship Fund. Now, we're going to get to today's guest. He's a DDP Yoga warrior, but more than that, he is a DDP Yoga certified instructor. And he's started getting ready to start his own podcast as well coming up soon. So we welcome today Nolan Bobbitt. How are you doing today, Nolan? I'm doing okay. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing great. So first, I kind of want to ask you, uh, we like to ask everybody about their story, uh, what led them to find a DDP yoga and how they found it. So uh, where were you at and what was going on with you uh, and what led you to looking for something that would help you own your life? Sure. Um, well, I've been a guy that has struggled with my weight all my years, uh, all, my, all my life, Michael. So I like a lot of folks. Um, now, I probably got larger than a lot of folks along the way at age 31, um, I was 469 and a half pounds, and there are a lot of different reasons for that. Uh, I grew up in a home um, with alcohol addiction, and um, I hated alcohol, so chose that was not going to be my path, but I uh, was definitely a child of addiction, and I just channeled that energy into food and used food to comfort me, to um, to celebrate with, you know, just the same way that anybody would use any type of substance. That's how I use food. And at age 31, um, it was uh, definitely, uh, no pun intended, weighing me down. And also, um, there was a, it was relatively new at the time. I I was a person that at that point in my life felt like I didn't have much hope when it came to to, uh, sustain success. Uh, I had lost over 100 pounds twice in my life by that point. And so my wife and I were walking through a grocery store and as we were checking out, we saw a People magazine that had Al Roker on the cover of it. And Al had just undergone gastric bypass surgery and had lost 100 pounds. And his story is very similar to mine. He's a few years older than me. And I thought, you know what? Uh, It was the first time we'd had that conversation. I said, what would you think if I had that surgery? And so we discussed the pros and cons and just where I was. Uh, I was a newlywed. We'd been married almost two years. We had a baby um, just uh, previous, uh, just uh, a few months before. And so I was really starting to have a wake-up call about my health. And I felt like the surgery was the only way. 
And so I had the surgery, and it was uh, highly successful, although it nearly killed me. I didn't know that at the time, but um, I was in intensive care for three days because um, they did the procedure laparoscopically, and my doctor said he'd never do that on someone my size again. Um, they had a really hard time getting me out from under the anesthesia, which was the big complication. And the good news for me was the surgery probably did save my life at the time. Uh, at 469 and a half pounds at 31, that's putting a lot of stress on your heart. And so um, over 18 months, I lost 235 pounds. Um, and I felt good. Um, I don't know that I felt great at the same time that about that same time, about age 29, age 30, I developed uh, psoriasis. And then along with that, I started feeling a swelling in my joints. And like a lot of guys, um, I didn't go to the doctor to get it checked out. And unfortunately, I had um, a, a type of psoriasis that also is connected to arthritis. So I have psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. The problem was that I allowed um, enough time to go by that some of those joints that, that swelled actually fused together. And I had that happen in my fingers and toes. And also with the uh, combination of excessive weight, morbid obesity for several years, uh, I developed a lot of pain and uh, problems with my knee. So even though I, I was a lot skinnier than I'd ever been, and, you know, I'm about six foot, two and a half, six three, uh, 235 pounds is pretty good on my frame. And so I was going to the gym, I was staying pretty active, but it was it was definitely painful. You know, sometimes just walking around the room was painful. So about eight years, I kept that weight off for five years. Went through a traumatic uh, job situation that we don't need to get, in, get into on this uh, broadcast because I'm not sure who's listening out there. But um, right. I, was, I was a career pastor up until eight years ago. Went through a messy church situation, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, I chose to resign and leave without a job, which I didn't understand at the time was kind of career suicide for me. And so um, we moved back to Tennessee, where my wife's family is from, where I had met her. And um, I, um, the, the problem when you leave a job, when the economy goes bust, is it's awfully hard to find a job. And so basically um, I took an 80% pay cut, and we moved in with my in-laws. Um, we, I was interviewing for other church jobs at the time that I left the situation that I was in. And I was young and cocky at, at that point and thought, well, you know, one of these six churches that's interviewing me will definitely, you know, put out a call to me. And um, I came in second place on five. I came in second place on five of those six interviews, uh, and that's not a good feeling um, when you desperately need a job. So right. I went. I went from having a really good, nice job that I loved um, to basically feeling like an abject failure who made just fifty cents an hour above minimum wage. And as you can imagine. Um, Depression hits pretty quick when life hits you in the face like that. And so um, what do you do when you get depressed and you've been um, an ab habitual abuser of food? Well, you go back to food, and that's what I did. And over the next um, five years, I put back on 125 pounds. So um, when I came to DDP Yoga, I was right around the 350-pound mark. I had tried for nine months to lose weight on my own, and I had gone up and down, up and down, um, and I, I basically lost 30 pounds, and we regained 20, or I'd lose 30 pounds, and I'd regain 15. You know how that goes. Right. And um, 
a, a lot of things had changed in our lives. My wife, my wife went back to work, and, and um, I moved up the ranks um, for the nation's largest uh, coffee chain. I don't know if I can say that name out loud, but people could probably figure it out from that hint. Um, I was an assistant manager at a store um, where I loved my customers. and uh, But I'm, I'm telling you, dude, I was just in pain all the time. Emotionally, I was in pain because um, I felt like a failure. Um, physically, I was in pain because I was 350 pounds, 360 pounds again. Uh, and I swore, you know, once I lost the weight, I did what everybody does. I swore I would never regain it. And I'd kept that promise for a whole five years, you know. And so um, I was at a low spiritually. I was a low emotionally. I was at a low physically. Um, and despite all that, some good stuff was happening between my wife and I. Uh, my wife's a teacher, and like I said, I had moved into management with that coffee chain. And so between the two of us, we had kind of recouped what what I had been making previously on my own. We were able to move out on our own, buy a house down the street from my amazing in-laws and uh, about a, a mile down the street. And so one day I was alone in the house, and I got the courage to get back on the scale. And I weighed 348.6 pounds. This is in April. Uh, it'll be three years ago this April. And um, I sat on the edge of the bathtub after that, and it hit me that I'd basically lost 11 to 12 pounds since the previous August of, you know, trying to be a good boy, you know, trying to do the things that I'd done before to lose weight and um, realizing that at this rate it was going to take me 10 years to lose the weight that I needed to lose. And I, honestly, dude, at that point, I didn't know that I had 10 years left. So um, I sat on the edge of the bathtub, and I had one of those uh, moments in my own spiritual journey. I talked to God and, and uh, prayed, and I, I said, God, I'm sorry for the things I've done. I'm sorry for being mad about the stuff that's happened. I'm sorry for turning to food. And at that point, you think that God's going to reach back out to you, give you a big hug, tell you everything's going to be okay. And he may in some circumstances, but in my case, he didn't. And I heard God say to me, if you don't do something about your weight, you are going to die. You're going to leave your wife to be a young widow. Someone is going to walk your daughter down the aisle, not you. And don't you dare blame me when that happens because your body was not designed by me to be treated the way that you're treating it. And that's what God left me with. <laughs> and so I, at that point, um, I had been a wrestling fan in the 80s and 90s, and I knew very well who Diamond Dallas Page was. I was one of his biggest fans. Um, I remember hearing an interview with Chris Jericho. I hadn't watched wrestling in a number of years off and on, you know, like like some of us do. Um, mm -hmm. I had I'd heard uh, Chris Jericho had just done Dancing with the Stars, and someone asked him about his weight, and he looked he looked fantastic. And they said, was it the Dancing with the Stars? He said, no, actually, that he was eating basically a paleo diet and that he had been doing this yoga that was developed by Diamond Dallas Page. So um, at, that was really all it took. I went to the website and saw, oh, man, I can buy this for $35 for three months. You know, pretty good deal. And mm -hmm. I said, you know, I've tried all these other things. Um, what What's the worst that's going to happen is I waste 100 bucks. And little did I know that that would be my last chance at a second chance, but it would be the only last chance at a second chance that I would ever need, need brother, because uh, I got the program, and like a lot of folks, um, it sat on my shelf for a couple of weeks. 
Uh, I was one of those lucky people that Diamond Dallas Page actually reached out and called me. Um, I, I picked up my cell phone one day and had a call from a blocked number and had been away from my phone. So I missed that phone call, which really irritated the fool out of me for the longest time. Yeah. But um, I shortly after I had bought the program, after that call had come in, uh, a little video by a guy named Arthur Borman hit the Internet. And like a lot of uh, folks out there, I watched that video. And I'd done a, the workout a few times at that point. I'd rolled through the diamond dozen and um, had done energy. But when I saw that video, and then honestly even seeing Stacy Morris' video and hearing her story of how she had lost 100 pounds twice, and I really connected with her on that level. When I saw those two videos, Michael, it hit me. Well, it worked for Stacy and it worked for Arthur. And Arthur definitely was in worse physical shape than I was. And they were about the same age that I was, maybe even a couple of years older than when um, when they started the program as I was at the time. I was 42 at the time. And I said, well, if it worked for them, maybe it'll work for me. And on May 25th of um, 2012, it's kind of my new birthday because that was the day I chose to go gluten-free. That was the day I said I'm pushing all in and I'm going to make this thing work. Um, three and a half months later, I'd lost 50 pounds. I went to work at my. I went to do my first workshop with Diamond Dallas Page in person, which was huge for me because he corrected a lot of things in my form. And I, after that time, I was able to really maximize my workouts. Uh, the following year, um, in 2013, March 7th, the day before my birthday, I get a call, uh, and and Dallas and I had kind of become friends, especially after that Nashville workshop. And um, he looked at my physical situation with the swelling in my joints and stuff and how uh, deformed my fingers and toes were. And he took an interest in me and um, kept up with me through the months through uh, email and occasional phone call. Well, I get a call from him. And I'm thinking, dude, just calling to wish me a happy birthday. What a nice guy. <laughs> um, he calls me and says, bro, I need you to come to L.A. next weekend. We're shooting this thing. We're calling it a documercial. And at that point, I'd lost 100 pounds over that 10 months. And um, I said, um, really? And he said, really. So I spent three days with some of the um, really cool legends of DDP yoga fame, with Stacey Morris and her uh, boyfriend, Bill, and with Arthur Borman and with Slim and Laura Gilliam and uh, with Carrie Lang and um, so many amazing people. Garrett Sakahara was there. Um, just in, got to be, I got to hang around with Diamond Dallas Page and Jake the Snake Roberts and Steve Yu, the president of DDP Yoga, for the next three days. And dude, it was uh, three of the most incredible days of my life as we shot that documercial and then just had the opportunity to really um, be a part of the, you know, what became a year later. Uh, going nationwide on Shark Tank and having uh, just ha having a small part in that was just a huge deal for me. Um, and, you know, I've stuck with the program. I've had my ups and downs like everybody else. The good news is uh, I, I lost 130 pounds, and I've been able to keep uh, at least 100 off the whole time uh, through a couple different situations with some job changes. I went from working a retail job to a desk job, and that caused me to gain some weight. Uh, but um, I've never gained more than uh, 20 to 30 pounds. And so it, it really, a lot of it has to do with, with my nutrition staying on point, my sleep staying on point, and then also staying engaged in the workouts. 
was a big deal, and that honestly was one of the reasons that I, I became um, a certified trainer through um, not only through DDP Yoga, getting my level one certification, but I, having been almost 500 pounds at one point, I really have a passion to help people that have struggled with especially wanting to lose at least 100 pounds. So I went forward, put some extra study in, and became a certified uh, personal trainer through the National Academy for Sports Medicine. And so um, that's kind of my story of where I am today, at least. I'm sorry, I've, I've been talking a whole lot. <laughs> hey, that's all right. We're, we are here to hear what, about your story, so talk all you want. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, why you decided to become a certified instructor uh basically it, you know that was kind of like a next step challenge from where yeah. you went to uh doing the workouts so how was that process personally for you dude it was the hardest thing i've ever done in my life i'm not going to lie or sugarcoat it for you um because it you know i'm i don't know if i'm the oldest guy that's been certified but i'm probably in the top 3 or 4 uh, so you see a lot of these guys that are just incredible athletes, and my hat is off to them. I started training at the same time that Matt Hancock did. And, of course, Matt is just this incredible freak of nature. He's one of my dearest friends in the world. Um, and, you know, he just he had a mission, and he was going to be, you know, no matter what, he was going to do everything that he could to be the very first uh, certified uh, DDP Yoga Level 1 instructor, and he did it. Um, well, I ended up being number 18. I uh, ended up with a with a shoulder injury about Christmas of 2014, and so that that kind of set me back about three months. And then it took me about another three months to kind of get engaged again to learn the level one workout, which is no joke. It is, um, and you have to be able to not only perform the level one workout, but to call it and call all the breathing cues. Uh, but I say this, um, I don't mean to scare anybody off of certification. I think everybody who is engaged in DDP yoga on some level where they've really enjoyed it and that they have any kind of heart for people, be it that they love teaching people or that they just want to show people what they can do to own their lives, definitely ought to pursue certification. And this is why I say that, Michael, because if I can survive it, anybody can survive it. Uh, and it, like I said, it's it's no joke. The the practice hours were easy because I was already doing a hundred or not a hundred. I was already basically doing DDP yoga at least an hour a day, five days a week. Uh, you have to do a hundred uh, practice hours on your own. The twenty teaching hours were not a big deal. Uh, learning the level one the uh, level one workout and being able to teach it um, with the modifications and I mean. I don't want to scare anybody out there. I modified almost everything. One of the cool things that you're going to find if you decide to pursue certification is that most of the people, even if you're like me, and I tell people all the time I feel like the dusty road of the DDP yoga certification world because I'm a little more pudgy than your average uh, guy out there, but um, you're not going to have a more entertaining experience than to take a class from Nolan Bobbitt and I'm just kind of that common man who gives people the hope that if he can do it, I can do it. And I've been blessed that a lot of people have been able to identify with me. And I work with several one-on-one -on -one clients, actually, via Skype and then just also um, personally around the Memphis area. 
that um, they, because of my story and where I've come from, they feel comfortable in me teaching them. And they're not going to be the baddest DDP yoga warriors on the planet in the sense of, you know, they're not going to be out there doing 150 superhero push-ups. But that's not where life hits most of us. You know, and it's being able to teach people wherever that they wherever they are in life's journey that life can be so much better if they will own their health and own their nutrition. And I became a DDP yoga level one instructor because number one, I hope to become a level two instructor as soon as it comes out. I have a heart for teaching, I have a heart to help people change their lives. And the one thing that I cannot stand is for people to stand on the sidelines of their own life uh, because I spent way too many years doing that myself. So I'm deeply passionate about helping people radically alter their lives, and that's why I took that step of certification. Like I said, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for anybody. Um, It was hard for this old man, but I did it, and if I can do it, I know you can do it. Now, you said you're consider yourself the dusty roads of the DDP uh, yoga certified instructors, but uh, I just got to ask, does that include the polka dots or without? No polka dots. <laughs> this is pretty polka dots. This is American right. Dream dusty roads days, not the uh, common man WWF days. So. All right. Uh, <laughs> we don't have a whole lot of time left, so one thing I do want to ask you about is uh, you have something exciting coming up pretty soon and is the Choosing to Change podcast. Uh, you want to tell us about that, like uh, what separates it from you know, shows like mine or any of the others, and uh, yeah, def- why you're doing this. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate that. You know, um, it probably started to hit me when um, I was blessed to go on that documercial trip to L.A., about the amazing stories, because what you don't know about that documercial, if you've seen it, is almost everybody had um, an hour, hour and a half, two hours of being filmed individually. Like my personal story was filmed for well over two hours, and um, 45 seconds of that made it onto one of the edits. And so, you know, and, and some people, they, they had great stories, and it, it, it didn't make the final cut. And so I, I was privileged to be able to um, watch all of those stories kind of unfold. Uh, there was one day of shooting that I didn't get to see it. So I was there for a full day of being able to hear people's amazing stories and was just incredibly moved. Now, now television is a totally different medium, and a, and a documercial or an infomercial is a totally different animal. So not to show any disrespect to that, but I was so moved by hearing the story that I thought, man, it would be great to have a forum where people can tell their full story and we can go back to the beginning. And, you know, there's a lot of great podcasts out there in the world on the health and the nutrition and on the health, the the, uh, self-help part of things, Michael, where people really talk about the how you lose weight, how you improve your life, how you become more positive about yourself. But there aren't a lot of shows that really deal with the whys behind the whys, you know, that uh, why did you get to where you are in the first place? And that's really my desire for the Choosing to Change podcast is that, number one, um, there's going to be two episodes a week. In the first episode, I do a lot of teaching, and it's a 30 to 45-minute episode uh, typically, and it's just me and you talking like we'd be talking at the coffee shop, yet you're just hearing my side of the conversation. 
and I'm just basically teaching the lessons that I've learned along this road. The Thursday episodes are what I really get excited about, and that's where I get to sit down and have um, an hour, hour and a half, two-hour conversation with some amazing people and hear their life story and that they're letting me in enough to ask some really personal questions. And, bro, we've, uh, we've got about two months of the show already uh, taped and ready to roll out, and um, we don't do any edits. Um, it is um, real and raw, honest and heartfelt, life-change conversations from the get-go. And I am telling you, in the first month, you are going to be blown away by the stories that you hear on this podcast. And it's something, my hope, that, it's that in every episode that you find something you can identify with uh, in, the, in the guest that's being showcased. Our first episode is going to be DDP Yoga's own uh, Christina Russell, who is the project manager uh, for the opening of the DDP Yoga Performance Center. She does a lot of other crazy things. I mean, the woman is incredibly busy, but, dude, I'm telling you, 30 minutes into her story, we're both in tears. And yeah. she has, uh, she has, and a lot of people know her story, but I'm hoping that through hearing what we shared in that podcast that they feel that they know her on a deeper and a more personal level. And the same with Josh McAdoo and Kristen Pasquale and Michael Mullins were my first four guests. And Kat Arnett um, is guest number five, and I've got several um, interviews that I'll be uh, taping tomorrow and Friday even. And do we really get down and dirty to be honest with you, and I, and I ask people, like I said, some real hard-hitting questions. And it's been intentional. The guests that I've had had on so far are some of the people that I'm closest to in my DDP yoga journey, and that probably helped us be able to cut through some of the um, relationship issues because they know me and they trust me. And, you know, right. my mentor, John Maxwell, said people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so a lot of these conversations have happened very organically because these are people that I that I call all of them dear, dear friends. And so um, it's kind of, if you took one part Oprah and you mixed it with a show uh, that used to be really popular called Inside the Actor's Studio, and there was a guy named uh, Roy Firestone who was on ESPN for a number of years that did a, an interview show called Up Close where he could make all the athletes cry basically. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Elements, <laughs> if you take little elements of that and you throw them all together um, and then add in a dose of DDP radio and uh, the DDP team DDP yoga experience with Ross Raymond, you kind of have my show. And so, um, like I said, on th that Thursday episode is always going to be an interview, um, and it's normally not going to be less than an hour. So if you're not looking for something to listen to in drive time or, you know, while you're out for a run or something like that, it's probably going to be a show you're not interested in. But if you want to get to know people's real-life stories, and what I've learned through doing this in just the short time that I've done it, bro, is these stories are flat amazing. And everybody, whether they've lost 5 pounds, 50 pounds, or 150 pounds, is an incredible masterpiece. And the world is just waiting to hear their art play through their story. And um, I'm so blessed and privileged to be a part of it. I hope people will subscribe in iTunes. I hope that they'll come and listen. But I can tell you, uh, we've committed to do this project for a year. We're going to drop an episode twice a week. Monday's going to be the teaching episode. Thursday's going to be the interview. 
and we'll play with some things along the way, but we've committed to do this for a full year. So I'm hoping we can come back after 100 episodes and say, man, we have radically helped some people change their lives as a result of the Choosing to Change podcast. And when's the first episode going to air, and where can people find that other than okay. uh, subscribing on iTunes? Uh, through, uh, other than subscribing through iTunes, you can either hit us on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash, uh, forward slash choosing the number two change today. That's all one word, uh, choosing to change today. Or you can go to my website where uh, the, the podcast is kind of a double dose of inspiration and motivation on the road to transformation every week because we have um, uh, two episodes a week. Uh, the Choosing to Change website has a story or a picture or something up five days a week. We call it our daily dose of inspiration and motivation on the road to transformation. But all the links that you'll need will be there. The first episode actually is going to drop the first week we're doing three episodes because Sunday is my birthday, and so we're going to kick it off with Nolan getting down and dirty with Nolan, telling his own story. So that's... <laughs> That, that's going to drop on Sunday. My first episode of teaching will drop on Monday, March 9th, and then followed up with an amazing, amazing interview. If you don't listen to the first two, definitely start at episode number three because Christina Russell's story will rock your world and it will make you want to tune into the following week. I promise you that'll drop on March 12th. But all the information will be on the Choosing to Change page and it will also be on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah, Christine was also the very first guest we ever had on this show. So, uh, yeah, I definitely want to tune into that. But uh, we're out of time, Nolan. I uh, just want to say it's been great having you on the show and great talking to you. And uh look forward to hearing your podcast come out. All right. Thanks, brother. I appreciate the time. All right. Everybody, that was Nolan Bobbitt, certified EDP yoga instructor, and coming out with his own podcast. You've got the information. Make sure you tune in. Now, that wraps it up for the show. Next week, we had the Midwest Strong, Travis Roberts, coming on the show. So make sure you tune in for that. And thank you for tuning in today and getting down on the V-Down. Until next week, have a great day. See you, everybody. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.